Hello and welcome to Healthy Morning Revolution Radio. I'm your host, Maria Klyovkov. I'm president and CEO of Healthy Morning Revolution and Healthy Morning Publications. I am an author, keynote speaker, workshop and webinar facilitator, and grief coach. I'm here to work with you on your grief journey. Together, we work through the stuck places with ease and grace so that you can reclaim your memories, celebrate your love, and recommit to your life. So let's get started. Healthy Morning Revolution Radio, episode number 10, Hurtful Words During the Grief Journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 10, Hurtful Words During the Grief Journey. I decided to do this because in the last live launch that we had, uh, a lot of people we're talking about hurtful words that they're experiencing, and there were all different kinds of words. Everything from um, how are you doing today, where that felt hurtful to some, all the way through to the buck up, move on messages that we often hear, things like um, advice giving of just keep busy, or be glad that you had them for as long as you did, or the reminder that you have an angel somewhere. People who are grieving those are really hurtful words. And so often what happens is because we've heard that, you know, somebody's taken offense to something that we've said, then maybe we decide not to say anything at all. And, um, and we don't call people who are grieving and we avoid saying anything for fear of saying the wrong thing. So this is a knife that kind of cuts both ways. And so I thought maybe I would do an episode where we actually talk about this, where we talk about what does somebody who's grieving need most from us? And if we are the grieving person, how can we communicate what we need? It seems wholly unfair that on top of everything else, we need to educate the people around us. But the reality is we live in a society that doesn't necessarily know how to do grief. We don't know how to make room for it. We we are afraid of our own grief. Um, we're afraid of mourning when we see people who are actively expressing um, what they're experiencing from their loss. So what we need to do is we need to be compassionate with each other. First and foremost, we need to be gentle and compassionate with ourselves and with others. And if that means that we need to maybe teach them a little bit about how to be with us or we need to um, be gentle with understanding that they don't know how to support us, um, then maybe we can be compassionate in sharing with them, you know what, right now, uh, that question, that's, that's hitting me the wrong way. What I really need is someone to listen. And that's the key. For people who are grieving, there's no end of, of, folks who are giving them advice about how to get through it or telling them that they should be through it. What they don't have is abundance of people who are willing to validate where they are in this moment and really listen, really listen to what they have to say, right? So when somebody is saying, how are you doing today? And they're expecting the fine answer, and you as someone who is grieving, just know that that fine is not your current experience. And yet you also know that you're not in front of somebody who can hear where you are right now. We need to be very gentle with ourselves and with the other. Um, 
often what I've suggested with clients uh, who, who have asked me, well, what do I do in those moments? I've said it's possible to answer the question without giving a verbal answer. It's possible to just nod your head. It's possible to put a hand up and just kind of gently move away if what you're being asked is something that you really can't handle. Uh, it, it's it's loving to communicate with someone that that what they're saying right now is not resonating well for you. It's okay to say that and it's loving to say that. It's loving to let somebody know that what they're saying in this moment is really not helpful. So if you are receiving a buck up or move on message, um, messages like, well, let's take one that I've already spoken about. You have an angel waiting for you. That is a lovely sentiment that in the moment of grief can be really difficult because while we appreciate perhaps that that's our understanding of it as well, Right now, we'd much rather have that individual in our life because the grief journey is about shifting from what is in our physical presence to reconciling with the fact that they are no longer in our physical presence, and yet there is still a relationship with them. And what this looks to do when somebody says, you have an angel watching over you, it's looking to remind you that there is still a relationship and there is still a connection. So if we think of it that way, we can see the gentleness in this. We can see that the person saying it really means no harm. They're looking to help. And yet what they've said doesn't meet you where you are. So if you are a friend of somebody who is grieving, remembering that what you're looking to do is meet the person who is grieving where they are at. And the only way to do that is to ask them, where are you today? What is your experience today? The challenge with asking how are you today is that societally we expect the answer, I'm fine. And so you want to tweak that question in such a way that the individual you're asking the question of knows that you really genuinely are there to hear their answer, whatever that answer may be. So asking can you help me to understand what your experience is today? I'm, I'm so happy to hear whatever it is you would like to share with me. And that gives the individual who's grieving permission to either speak about where they are today or to honestly say, I really appreciate you asking. Right now, I'm, I'm not able to share. But what that does is that tells the person who is grieving that you are a safe space whenever they feel like sharing. Our job is to listen to where they are at, not to give them advice, because to really be a safe space for someone who's grieving, we can't give advice because we don't know what it is to be in their shoes. Even if we've suffered the exact same kind of loss, we still don't know what the experience is because every grief is unique and every griever is going to process the information differently. So the best we can do is to ask the question gently and then to be patient, to be willing to sit in the silence until an answer comes, even if the answer is, you know what, I, I can't go there right now. That's, that's an okay answer. Paying attention to what somebody who is grieving is saying is very important. And sometimes we're communicated with Non-verbally. So like I said, putting up a hand that, that basically says, 
you know, I can't go there right now without the words, because maybe you don't have the words. And if you do have the words, being able to just gently and cautiously start the conversation. That's the conversion of grief to mourning. That's what lets it out of your body. Because the truth is, as mourners, as grievers, we have it in our body. And the part of us that is looking to mourn is the part of us that is looking to share the story. It's the part of us that is looking to speak with somebody else about what our experience is. That's mourning. That's converting the grief that is trapped inside of our body out into the world. And it's allowing us to release it from our body. And what we experience from that is a lightness when we're willing to do it. So finding safe people that we can speak with, and that includes people who, if they are saying words that are hurtful to you, you feel safe to say to them, you know what, I, I hear what you're trying to say, or maybe I don't hear what you're trying to say, but what you're saying right now is not helpful to me. Finding someone who you can say that to is, is the best of the best, because that's more than anything what you need right now, right? We don't need to fix it. And that's what we need to understand. Both those of us who are grieving, who think we need to fix this problem and we need to get over it and get, get beyond it. Um, and those who are gifted with being in the life of somebody who is grieving, even if you don't know what to say, if we can start to manage this notion that we need to fix it for them, because there is no fixing this right? All we can do is be present to the process. And the grief journey is a process. It is the process of taking this constellation of what's going on inside of us and allowing it to come up and out, allowing it to be shared with other human beings. So the degree to which we can do that is the degree to which and the speed with which we will heal. Healing is possible, but what healing is in grief is it means that we've actually mourned the loss. It means that we've allowed ourselves to feel it and we've expressed it externally. And so finding the people in our lives who we can speak with, that's really beneficial. And if somebody is reacting poorly because they've given you a book, buck up or move on message and you've let them know that this is not helpful and they've reacted poorly to that, what they've done is they've told you that they are not a safe space. We know that in our lives, uh, the people in our lives will be relegated to one of three slots after the death of a loved one. Either they will be neither helpful nor harmful. So they're part of a neutral third where, um, you know, if we're looking to do something that will help us to forget everything, those are the people you go to. Then there are the third that are truly not helpful. And they give the buck up messages, they give the advice, they, they ask you to move on or they tell you to move on, and there's just no way for them to hear where you are at. If somebody is in your life and they're not able to hear where you're at, either because of their pain, and usually it is because of their pain, or because for whatever reason they just can't go there with you, um, then, then hear that. You know, Oprah Winfrey used to say, uh, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. This is the perfect time 
to vet who you're going to speak with because it's important that we vet that. It's important that we identify who is the third of our friends who will slot into the category of being truly helpful in this time of our grief. And you may be surprised by who those people are. That's okay. It may not be who you expected it to be. That's okay. Trust your instincts in knowing who you are safe to speak in front of. And then when you need to speak to someone, even if what you need to do is you need to vent to them about the fact that, you know, you'll never believe what I've just been told. And then you can speak through what that brought up. Because here's the thing about buck up messages and move on messages. Whenever somebody says something like this and you're having a reaction to it, it means that something's coming forward for you to work through. This is an opportunity for you to figure out what's got me so upset about this. And you can actually speak to it. I remember a moment when um, somebody had said to me to keep my chin up. They said, you know what? Your mom would want you to be strong. This was after my mom's death. Your mom would want you to be strong. So be strong is a move on messages. Um, so keep your chin up, a buck up message. And, and I turned to this person and I said, you're right that my mother would do the, the keep your chin up. And you're right that she prided herself in her strength. But I don't think that my mother would see my tears as weakness. I think my mother would recognize that I'm demonstrating my strength by my willingness to feel my tears and express what's going on inside of me. In the moment of speaking that truth, not only did I release it for myself, but I then watched the person who had delivered this message to me because I was testing. I was vetting to see if, if this was someone who would take what I had just said and really hear what I was saying about being strong does not mean that I don't show my tears. Because if she would take that in and digest it, um, then she would become a safe space because she would understand the rules by which I'm going through my grief journey. But if she pushed back against it, then, then she would not be a safe space. And then that would not be somebody that I would go to. I was very fortunate because her response to that was, you know what? You're absolutely right. That never, that never even occurred to me. I'm so sorry. And I said, no, nothing to be sorry about because this was a perfect opportunity for me to get clear in my own head. You see, when we really talk to each other, when we really share with each other what's going on for us in these moments, that's when magic happens. That's when grace happens. That's when true transformation happens. So my hope is that this has been uh, helpful to you in your grief journey. On the video on Healthy Morning Channel, the, the YouTube channel, I'm speaking a bit more about this this week, specifically to move on messages, because there are some move on messages that really need some clarification. So if you've been hearing messages like you need to seek clo closure, this isn't going to bring them back, time heals all wounds, or like I just spoke about the be strong message, then I invite you to come to the Healthy Morning YouTube channel and, um, and, and see what we're talking about there. 
I invite you to subscribe to this podcast so that you get notification every time we put up a new podcast. And you can do the same with the YouTube channel. Uh, and, and if you're wanting to get a hold of me, please do so. Go to healthymorning.com. It's the quickest and the best way to connect with me. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace and love in your grief journey. Namaste. One last thing before you go. I'm so glad you joined us here today. If you'd like to learn more about this topic, I invite you to go to the Healthy Morning YouTube channel where I recorded a video that talks about this topic, but in a slightly different way. So you may pick up a few other pointers. The link is in the description. You can also check out healthymorning.com for links to our free Healthy Morning Revolution Facebook group and the registration page for our free Healthy Morning Live Launch Workshop. And also the Amazon link to my book, Healthy Morning, Happy Loving, 52 Ways to Convert Your Grief to Morning with Ease and Grace. Again, that's all at healthymorning.com. I'm committed to helping you convert your grief to mourning with ease and grace. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the next one. Drop me a note and let me know what was helpful to you here and what other topics you'd like me to talk about. Until next week, wishing you ease and grace in your grief journey. Much love to you. Namaste.